guys it's another episode of love sex lives and reality talks today it's all about expectations and disappointments why do we get disappointed in life how do we handle expectations that we're setting are they realistic are they unrealistic how um are we taking the disappointments that are life's teachers and turning them into lessons learned for ourselves and not blame shifting on other people right from when we're young we started learning on how to set it uh, you know how to set expectations when you cry you expect the mom to pick you up as a baby and nurse you when you're um you have a dirty diaper you expect the you, you know the parent or the caregiver to change that diaper because that's your way of communicating and then you get into the toddler stage and um you start having all those expectations and excitement about letting them know what happened i had a boo-boo today um mommy can you look at this and sometimes you get the mom to kiss the boo-boo and say you know what you're good and sometimes it's like i'm tired i don't want to look at it and then that begins to dampen your emotions and that goes on into teenage years where maybe your parent is overwhelmed with some emotional uh situation they're going through and they cannot respond to you but you've set those expectations that they would always be there for you and you look at it from and I'm saying this because I've also been through this. You look at it as, um, do you even know if they're also going through the motions and they need support, but your expectations is about them always meeting your needs. And so we start carrying emotional pain from that age on into adulthood um, because we set expectations. My caregiver should be 100% for me. And when they're not 100%, it means that they don't care for you. That's the way we tend to interpret it. And I'm saying on a general basis because I'm also a coach. I coach people. I get that when I go to speak. I write about things, and I've done my research about it. If you look at most emotional and mental research, they have also documented this stuff. And so you look at it as we all carry this emotional void that we have right from the young age into our adult life. And it continues with us throughout our journey. And so one of the things you have to look at is those expectations, are they realistic from the people you're, uh, you're expecting them from? Uh, can those people meet those needs that you're looking for them to meet? What if they don't meet those needs? Does that mean that you're not enough? Does that mean that they don't have the capacity to love you like you, you want them to? It doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that they cannot meet that void that you have and you have to come back home to yourself and examine the void that you have how are you filling that void on your own what are some of the things that you're doing when you get disappointed disappointments i've written in a, in a blog post on my website and also from my book beyond the pain disappointments are life's teacher they teach us to come back home to ourselves to examine ourselves to look at the things that we're looking to for other people to accomplish in our, in our lives and check ourselves to see why we're not accomplishing those things not everybody is going to be able to meet your need. Let me put it again. Let me say that again. Not everybody is going to be able to meet your needs, but you should be able to meet all your needs. Let me repeat that. Not everybody will be able to meet your needs, but you should be able to meet your needs. Because when you meet your needs, you attain a level of satisfaction. And you also realize that you have strengths within yourself that you haven't tapped into. And so you don't set expectations anymore. You just... Put it out there uh, as looking for support and they're not expectations can this person support me 
If they can't, it means they don't have the capacity to do it. Can somebody else do it? Maybe yes. So when we start setting expectations, we're actually disappointing ourselves, not anybody else. And so once you come back home to yourself and look at the expectations that you're setting, take your journal and look at where you are now. Journal down those expectations that you have from other people, uh, those needs that you're hoping that other people will meet. When they're not meeting those needs, how are you reevaluating those needs and see if they are your own? If they are your own, what are you doing to meet them? Because remember, our needs are not other people's needs. Other people also have their needs. And so when you look at your needs and you're able to meet your needs, all you look for is people that will support those needs that you're meeting or people that will help you to continue to meet those needs. And helping you doesn't mean that they have to meet the needs. It may be just complimenting you in a way where they're constantly uh, reassuring you, they're constantly pushing you. And I've documented this in my book, Being Single, they're your purpose helpers and your pushers. They push you into the direction where you need to go because you're already fulfilling your part. And so you have to start looking at it as every time I set expectations, especially in relationships, romantic relationships, and you get disappointed, do you have to blame the partner? You have to look at it. What role did you play? Uh, were you meeting your needs or were you looking for the partner to meet your needs? Did your partner have needs that also needed to be met um, and are not met yet? Can your partner, does your partner have the capacity to meet those needs or do you have to meet those needs on your own? Let's take an example, financial, which is what most single women that I coach that come to coaching with me or I mentor uh, usually say, I'm looking for a partner to financially do this and that. And then I'm like, what are you doing in your own space? Are you already meeting those needs? Because when your partner sees that you're meeting those needs, their cup will not be emptied out. Their cup will be replenished because they can support you and they can also replenish that. And when we look at financial, whether it be for the man or the woman, it's usually because we did not have those needs met when we were younger. So you're looking for a woman to take care of you financially. You're looking for a man to take care of you financially, but you're not meeting those needs. It's a gap that you've had as a child. Uh, because your caregivers may not have been able to fulfill the need. But one of the things that you can do for yourself when it comes to financial is to establish your financial goals and meet them. When you set those financial goals, nobody can take them away for you because you're teaching yourself to fish and you're able to catch the fish that you alone can feed on. And when you catch the fish that you alone can feed on, nobody else can teach you how to go catch the fish because you already know how to navigate the waters. And once you know how to navigate the murky waters and attain your goals, then you will push yourself to attain a higher level of goal um, in that area. And it happens for all the areas of our life. So today I'm challenging you to look at your life and see how you're setting expectations that are not being met, that may be unrealistic for the other person who doesn't have the capacity to meet those, those needs. And look at yourself and ask yourself, what do you need to do? If you have to get professional support, I encourage you to do so. I still get professional support from my coaches and my therapists uh, in areas where I need. And it's all about developing ourselves, gaining a conscious awareness of ourselves, attaining self-actualization um, and making sure that we are in charge of our life because I've read that quote as well. Uh, your journey is yours and yours alone. 
No, but people will steal from it. People will take from it and make it their own. But it is yours. God gave it to you to work it, to own it, to live it, and to manage it. And if you're not managing it properly and you're setting expectations for other people to do so, they will, they will, they, the only capacity they would have is what they can do for themselves, they will do for you. And so you have to be in charge of your life. You have to be in charge of meeting your needs and not setting unrealistic expectations that lead to disappointments. But however, when you're disappointed, it's time to come back home and realize, what did I learn from this disappointment? Was I setting expectations for other people to meet when I've not met them yet? Do I have goals to meet these needs? Am I self-reflecting and uh, um, introspecting to make sure that I'm in charge of my life or am I giving my life away to other people? The more you do this, the more you're able to take charge of your life, the more you're able to meet your needs and set less expectations. And the more you take people for who they are, not who, who you want them to be or become, because they're also on their own journey as you are on your own journey. And so own your journey, own your time, own your life. Don't set unrealistic expectation. Meet your needs because when you meet your needs, you're teaching yourself to develop your inner strengths that you're yet to tap into. And the more you strengthen yourself, the more you realize you have the power to own your life. You have the power to own your journey. You have the power to be the self master of your life that God gave to you. And at the end of the day, you become proud, you become enough, you become whole. Because when you know yourself, when you love yourself, when you meet your needs, you would attain wholeness in your space. And the less expectations you will set, and the less disappointments you will get, and the more you discover your inner strengths. Remember, your journey is yours. And if you don't own it, you will give it away to other people to leave it how they want. And you will live in your shadow, not in your light. You are born with light and you are light and you can only become lighter and lighter. And the lighter that you become, the light weight that you carry, the lighter the weight that you carry, the more you're able to fulfill your goals and meet your needs without being disappointed. Until next time, never stop loving while living. When you stop loving, you stop living. When you stop living, it means it's time to go back to the maker. But while you're still here, live, love, learn and laugh as you grow and discover your strengths and attain a higher level of self. Until next time, talk to you soon. God bless. Bye.